Bad Idea by YBN Corday, featuring Chance the Rapper, who is coming up in movie news today. Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Brady Tanner, featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> But before we get into movie news, Jack, Andre, my film lords, how are you? Where have you been? I've been in Grafton, (sighs) visiting my family. I missed you. I missed you too. Did you see any movies? I haven't watched anything in the past week, I'm sorry. But I have heard, I nearly went to Lion King, which we're about to talk about. (gasps) And that's the sort of thing I would never go and see. Mm, I'm not even that big on the first Lion King. Why do you want to go see it? I don't. But it almost did. My family were like, oh, we should go see Lion King while you're in town. Because at at Grafton Cinemas, you know, there's only three movies on at the time. And I kind of avoided it. But you both saw it and it's actually getting reviewed today in two reviews. That's true. Did they go see it? Did they like it? Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. Yeah, I refused. I said, let's do something else. Okay. Mm, Cool. (laughs) Let's play Connect for anything else. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) anything. But But you guys might like it. I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. First of all, though, it's time to find out what's been happening in the world of cinema. Movie news. Speaking of The Lion King and Chance the Rapper, who we just heard from, who actually cancelled Splendour, I heard on the radio what? the other day. Yeah, well, no, he was he didn't play at Splendour in the Grass. Oh, my gosh. People love to not come to Australia. Yeah, it's a real thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's a real career move. It's a real career move to mm. not come to Splendour or, like, just kind of blow it off. Like, Isaiah Banks came... To Splendor, but then didn't, didn't really, really care. Really Princess Nokia bailed as well. Are you defending Jungle Chance? Pussy bailed a few years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not defending. I'm just like, oh, whatever. It happens. He's busy. He just did the Lion King, and he was actually brought onto the Lion King movie as a nostalgia consultant. What is that? So it's basically to make sure that they're on track and that it exactly replicated the original emotions of the first movie, which this film desperately tries to do and, and not change a single thing. And Chance the Rapper is the only one who could. I guess so. It was brought on. But then he ended up doing a voice acting role. Donald Glover got him involved with voice acting. And now he's doing a slate of animation. He's like, It was a Donald Glover gig. Donald Donald Glover, Glover. who was originally on The Lion King voicing Simba, was just like, you should get Chance the Rapper on board because he just knows everything as a 90s kid. He just loves The Mm. Lion King. uh, Donald Glover, who's also formerly not come to Australia. Yeah, but also did come this time. Did come to Splendour. I saw, saw the stories. And also he was supposed to come once at Big Day Out. And I can confirm he did come. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so I never know if your news stories are joke pieces or not And I thought that might be a joke it's piece It's fully true This next one I also thought uh, The Barbie movie yes. is going to have two of the most rockin' awesome uh. <laughs> female <laughs> f- film lords That's right. in the world in it Which probably kind of flies in the face of all those You know, I, I think there's like hundreds of crappy animated Barbie movies Which, I don't uh. know, Barbie kind of makes me sick Maybe yeah. I'm like kind of Well, the Barbie movie's been in the oven for a couple of years now And it's been jumping from person to person At one point it was Amy Schumer who was going to portray the character Margot Robbie has now come on board to play Barbie And Greta Gerwig, who we all know from Frances Ha I'm just kidding, we all know we hate that movie We all know from Lady Bird has- I don't hate Frances Har. People hate Frances Har. Though. I know people hate Frances. People Har. love to hate. I don't Fran- know what Frances Har is. Let's move on. Natalie Greta going <laughs> film. She's been tapped to direct with some help, not with a collaboration with Noah Baumbach. So Noah Baumbach, who made Frances, who made Frances Har with Greta Gerwig. Anyway, Greta, Margot, magic is going to happen. Are they just going to adapt Lisa Lionheart episode of The Simpsons? That would be good. 
That would be good. I'm not a 90s consultant, so I don't know what that is. I am. I, I reckon that's a good idea, Jack. And so this Noah person, did I read that that's Greta's partner? I yes. think it is, yes. Yeah, yes. And they've previously made a film together called Francis Ha. Which is hot. Keep it in the family. <laughs> Keep it in the family, as they say in liking. Francis Ha Ha Ha. Okay, so that's the Barbie movie. When can we expect to see, expect to see that in cinemas? Well, it hasn't even... Uh, production has even started, so uh, potentially not for another year Probably and a half. Probably soon, though, especially if it's like The Lion King, where they just sort of rush it out before they even sync the lips to the voices. Another film that's been rushed, Hustlers, was only being shot earlier this year, and it's going to come out in September, so... I'm so excited for Hus- Hustlers. What's the but connection? Also, so Hustlers, is, there's no connection other than it's another movie coming out. But it's that got was Rush made. Jennifer Lopez, right. Cardi B in it, and Lizzo. it's also got Tr- Trace Lizette. But she's been kind of like erased from yeah. the lineup, which is Trace Erasure. That might have to be covered in future future news. We'll mm-hmm. definitely come back to that news. We'll give you the scoop now. Lashana Lynch mm-hmm. is going to be the new 007, but not the new James Bond. I don't yes. know what that means. I've never seen a James Bond film. Help me out here. So not Jane Lynch from Glee. Lashana Lynch, who was actually the gay love interest in Captain Marvel. And when I say gay love interest, this is like a Marvel movie made by the CEO of Marvel who donates to Trump. So the lesbian undertones were really played down. But essentially the lesbian love interest in Captain Marvel is going to be the new 007. Mm-hmm. And everyone's saying she's n- not going to be James Bond because that role's in talks to be played by Scarlett Johansson as a trans man. But, but also, famously, not that many people know what to say about this because no one actually cares about James Bond. I know. No one knows how to yeah. comment because no one actually has an opinion about James Bond. that's why we have our film awards, Jack and Andre. To have an opinion Indeed. and be informative. What's your hot take? The hot take is that we thought it was going to be Jane Lynch, Sue Sylvester, the, the, the main gym teacher from Glee, and it's... It's not going to be her, and we're disappointed. I guess we're excited to know who's going to do the song, though. That's true, that's true. I mean, I've been Who saying can it for forget years. Jack White? I, Jack White and Lisha Keys, I've been tapping Lana to do the, the theme song for years now, and she would just be so perfect for it, but she's also going to be busy making the Elvis biopic with Baz Luhrmann. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that was movie news. Deadening news. We never said it was good news. <laughs> we never said it was good news. Film Lords Jack and Andre are going to stick around and give you two reviews coming up. The Lion King, the new one, and Desperately Seeking Susan. If you've seen either of those films, we want to hear from you. You can text in and let us know your hot take on 0409 945 945. This is Little Beast by Sportsbra. FBI 94.5. Little Beast by Sports Bra. This is Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. One. No, no, no. Two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Film Lord Andre, you will be going first for two reviews. And mm-hmm. you're looking at a movie that was made in 1985 and is showing in Sydney this week. That's right. Beep, beep, beep. Hello, 1985. Can you hear me? Yes. Desperately Seeking Susan is screening at Golden Age Cinema Wednesday the 24th of July, which in my books is uh, in two days' time. Let's take a little listen to a clip from the movie, shall we? A woman named Susan. Come on, come on. Orion Pictures presents Desperately Seeking Susan. Susan! 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 My God, we all thought you were dead. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like it's taken straight off a video. This is tape. kind of what I imagine the soundtrack to like Grafton sounding like. <laughs> Just Sim- kind of... Very similar, very similar. Well, anyway, back to the review. I had to stop writing this actually because um, I literally had a contained mental breakdown which ended with me watching 
not one but three Madonna interviews on Oprah, followed by some interviews with Jane Lynch from Glee while eating toast with honey in bed. Am I a writer yet? Has anyone ever asked Madonna a question ever about her art? Okay, sorry, back to the job. As a textbook non-expert on the 80s, I am unqualified to rate a New Yorkie about Madonna in Desperately Seeking Susan, a film. Considering my favourite 80s movie is Robin singing Sandcastles in the Sand in How I Met Your Mother. But what Madonna achieves in this, her pre-Parent Trap flick, is something close to... Close to home for me. Her acting is about disassociating, which I do a lot at parties. Desperately Seeking Susan screens at Golden Age Cinema this Wednesday. Jack, did you get to watch this film? And if so, did you disassociate? I disassociated and caught the last, like, 20 minutes. Right, right, right. Yeah, and it just seemed fun and chill. Right, so what what part of it did you like? (laughs) Or not like? (laughs) I don't know, it's hard to talk about the 80s. It's kind of my cultural blind spot, and I don't care about any of the 80s. How did you feel about the the inclusion of um, the military in the middle of the film? Um, (laughs) Can we move on? (laughs) We can move on if you like. If you you love the 80s and you want to go see Desperately Seeking Susan, it is at Golden Age Cinema on Wednesday. That's right, yes, Golden Age Cinema. It's the throwback screening, and also Golden Age. I'm not going to go into details, but just get this, along with the screening this Wednesday, there is a tarot reader to read your horoscope. Mm. (laughs) No way. Life's not fair, is it, my little friend? While some are born to feast, others spend their lives in the dark. That might be familiar to you if you've gone and seen the new Lion King, which is getting reviewed now by Film Lord Jack. What did you reckon? Well, I'd love to hear from everyone who's seen it, because I feel like this is probably the most divisive film of the year. For me, this is peak same old shit, but make it HD, which is kind of marga if you look at it too long. When there's 200 mil in a weekend, you kind of have to engage with it. And it makes me wonder, did Elton John in the original help me lead the life I do now as legally being able to have butt sex and like not get murdered by police? Mm. It's almost like a film has to be this deeply conservative in its politics for there to be space for progress within it, like a whole black cast. The Hakuna Matata section is all about how much better it is to live in a vegan queer community than engage with toxic patriarchal inheritance wars. So when Nala comes and is like, Simba, we need a man to fix everything, it kind of makes you wish they'd actually used all of Beyonce's new music and made it about her leading the lioness's Handmaid's Tale style against, let's be real, a pretty pathetic scar. So it would be safe for Simba to grow up queer. Also, why don't any of the lions have dicks in this? That's what I found the most weird about this is that, not that it's actually important, and I know I'm being classic It is Andre, important. It's but weird. But I mean, like, it's strange to see an animal roll over so many times and they've obviously edited out their genitals. I'm not trying to encourage them to do that, but I want to see some lion titties. There it's weird. It. You go to the gallery and there's like hundreds and hundreds of naked women and that's not commented on and kids can go into that space okay. but lion king can't have dicks look I can you imagine if they, they had will. put dicks and genitals on the animals how much that would just take over the press about this movie exactly, truly, but truly. it would just be, but like they're animals why are we shaming animals for having dicks dogs have dicks in the park it's weird <laughs> dicks in the park dogs dicks, and dicks, dogs in the have park. dicks in the park everyone i really don't understand lions it's, have dicks not to occupy too much space talking about the lion king but i find it kind of <laughs> I mean, personally, I think it's a little bit uh, disappointing to think that the cast and crew of this film deeply love such a boring, archetypal and patriarchal story, and they have to feel the need to reclaim it as their own with an all-black cast in in a way that's somehow progressive, but actually the film is deeply conservative because it's all about uh, royalty and yeah. how you shouldn't leave the home that you leave 
the, the, you shouldn't leave the home that you live in to go seek somewhere else to flourish and grow. You should fight your own fight back home but maybe and that's claim kind your of turf. A, there's parts of that that I kind of understand and I empathise with, where it's like, actually, when things are bad, like, I was thinking about, like, what the message is for the lead character, which is, like, don't just go into the clouds when things are bad. Like, you need to fight, you need to, you know get back in the ring and fight for the things that arrive. But my which I kind of am into, King... but I'm not into I'm not into the patriarchal like inheritance stuff and I don't my like that. My thing about Lion King is that back. why doesn't the whole of Pride Rock move to where Timon and Pumbaa live? It's Seriously, so clear and just Pride... colonize that area. Pride Rock sucks. It's short grass and vegetation is lacking. Shut up, Andre. And Timon and Pumbaa live in a sanctuary with all these other animals. But why don't and they a take... But they just they don't have to move. They can just take lessons from Hakuna Matata, which I hope will happen in the future and they can stay where they are. Hakuna Matata, which is now owned by Disney, can I just say? They've trademarked okay. that term. What? Oh my god. Okay, let's not get too upset sorry. over The Lion King. Right. If you've seen it, you can text in and we let us know. Words. We didn't do our words. Oh. Oh. Maybe we didn't should. do our words. We, look, if you want to text in what you gave Lion King in a word, 0409 945 945. Jack and Andre, what would you give The Lion King in a word? I'm going to give it Hakuna and you're going to give it Matata. I might give it Quiet. It's Quiet. And what about for Desperately Seeking Susan? 80s. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> Loud in 80s. You can follow at movies underscore movies underscore movies underscore to see two reviews on Instagram put up for you by the Film Lords. We're going to go to a song from Emma Russick. This is Horses with a Language Warning. And up next on Sydney Spotlight, Jack and Andre need your help to get Asian Girls, a new film by a Korean-Australian director and actor award. We'll tell you more about that in Sydney Spotlight right after this. FBI 94.5. That was Horses by Emma Russick. Movies, movies, movies here on Mornings. I'm joined by Film Lords Jack and Andre. What's happening? Sydney Spotlight. And you guys are mounting a campaign to get Asian girls, uh-huh. already a fan favourite at South by Southwest, Melbourne Film Festival and Sydney Film Festival and Actor Award. Mm. First of all, tell us what this movie is about. So the film is by Hyung Lee, who is a fabulous uh, emerging f- director from Sydney. And it's about, uh, basically, it's this nightmarish dreamscape movie about uh, these two women who live in an apartment, their neighbours, one's a factory worker, and they both start having these, like, connected hallucinations. I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's open to interpretation. You can watch it online as well. You can watch it online, but can, it's... Can you give us a film, like, if you liked this film, you'll like Asian if, Girls? If you, you like, like Mulholland Drive and you also like Rainbow Chan, watch this film. And you also like The Grudge, then like then like yeah. this film. And this is available online to watch now, you say? Uh, I mean, Jack, you want to back that up? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's available to watch online. It went live earlier this year, mm. and... It's up for an actor award. It's part of this social shorts cra- category. So and actor isn't like actor and actress actor. No. It's like a, a, an acronym. Double A-C-T-A, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. used to be AFI awards, but they changed that. Anyway, so. yeah. what, what is this award? So basically it's the Australian Oscars. So you get the glam and the power and the industry doodat of the Oscars, bring it to Australia, and that's the actor awards. Yeah. It's one of the most important milestones for a filmmaker or someone working in the film industry, I guess. And this and could... it would be great for her to, yeah. you know, snag a little award, even if it's for, like, a petite section. Exactly. And this award could go to someone bougie and boring. Totally. But we think it should go to Hyun Lee, and we're putting all of our 
huge audience <laughs> weight and influence behind it. Yeah. Now, which award is Asian Girls up for in the actors? So it's up for the... So the hashtag social shorts basically have three categories. There's drama, comedy, and then open. And she's in the open category, which I'm assuming means they're like miscellaneous. Like it means they're other. outside of the binary of drama, comedy. Exactly, yeah. But uh, all the categories run at the same time. Voting opened a couple of days ago. All you have to do to vote is hop on to hashtag... Social Shorts website, which is www.actor.com slash social shorts. I thought it was www.socialshorts.com.au. Or that Just Google well. Social Shorts Actor. <laughs> and then all you have to do is click like on the film, and then that's a vote. That's all you have to do. And it's even better if you share it on Facebook because get that social media traction, baby. And all the films culled together will have a winner by the 28th of July. So, fingers crossed. Well, it's also like, we're just so desperate for a feature from Hyun Lee. Actually, you know anything what I mean? to get her a feature deal. Where does Rainbow Chan fit into all this? She stars in the film. Really? Yeah. She's an actress in the film. It's just like, a, heaven forbid we have a good Australian feature film to watch. Can you please like vote for this so that we can actually watch some cool stuff? Actually, heaven forbid we have like a f- scary, whacked up, Sydney-based queer horror film underway. You can change all of this by just heading along to socialshorts.com. Check out Asian Girls and give it a thumbs up to vote for it to win an actor award. Thank you so much, Film Lords Jack and Andre, for coming in for Movies, Movies, Movies today. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Listen back on the podcast. Hey, still to come, we have a Western Sydney Poultry Slam to tell you all about. This is Actress by Dog Power. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.